When productivity meets party with your girl, Party Perry, are you ready to turn, 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 turn up your happiness, turn up your success and everything in between. Learn how to have fun while getting all your stuff done. Grab the red solo cup and a pen because we are about to party. We get in church today. We're gonna get a little bit on this Tuesday. What is up, party squad? Welcome to another episode of Productivity Meets Party. I'm your host, Perry Richardson, aka Party Perry, and we are bringing the heat with another episode, another strong black female voice. Today, I have Cookie Valentine on the track, Jaslyn Kirkland. She is a licensed makeup artist, journalist, plus size model, and also photographer. This is such a great conversation. When I tell you guys, these are the best conversations on the podcast. They truly are. I didn't ask Cookie any questions. It was a true conversation. So you're just rolling with it. And it's such good information. I'm so glad that I had her on. We literally talk about everything and anything. This podcast, like if I could put a theme, because I got to be honest, like it's a real, it's a real conversation. Like we just kind of jump everywhere. But if this podcast episode really had one like real theme it would be gratitude and to be thankful for all the challenges and all the struggles that you have overcame because all that bullshit that you had in your life yesterday made you into the person that you are today and we talk about how a lot of the things that we complain about now and the problems that we have now or things that we wished for in the past if you are loving the podcast, go ahead and share on your story. Tag the podcast at Productivity Meets Party. Go ahead, tag your girl at Cookie Valentine, and you go tag me at Party Perry. Make sure you follow the Instagram and Cookie, and you do follow the podcast on your preferred listening platform so you never miss the party. Ay, ay, yeah. Um, anyway, so I got a little distracted. So go ahead, follow, share, subscribe. Also, please leave a review. The reviews mean so much to me before the podcast. I actually read a couple of reviews to get me hype up because like I really do this for you guys. I show up every single week because I care about your growth and I want to see you grow. And I just know that your life is so abundant and you can have so much love and just so much in your life. And I just want to shake you and be like, you can do anything. So this is my weekly <laughs> shake slap in the face that you are a baddie and you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. But I'm bringing back listener in the week to show my appreciation because I love you and to inspire you to leave a review because what you doing, honey, if you haven't left a review, mm-mm, mm-mm. So the listener of the week is actually Brie from last week's podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go ahead, check out her podcast. We talk about all things body image and self-worth, but she said an absolute gem. Thank you, Brie. Perry is an amazing voice in the EDM community. She talks about the important topics like self-improvement, as well as the fun that the rave and festival community brings. I'm so happy to be a guest on the podcast. Perry is an absolute gem. Thank you, Brie. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Go ahead, check out her podcast from last week. It's Brie Lala. We talk all about body image and self-worth. For Black History Month, I know I've said this in the like other episodes, but 
I didn't say in the beginning of this one, I'm celebrating all black female voices. So she was on last week. And then I also had Mango. We talk all about artists management. I don't know the number of these episodes. And then it would be a disservice if I didn't mention though, I had Candy Diva on the podcast. We talk about why diversity is important. It's episode 26. For you guys, I did look that up and, and I wrote that one down. But before we get into the episode, I have a couple announcements. Stop what you're doing and check your motherfucking email. If you're on my email list, I have a very, very, very special gift for you. It's only for you. You get this sneak peek access exclusive Hollywood bougie vibe in your inbox right now. It's from Perry. It's from PartyPerry at gmail.com. The email is from PartyPerry at gmail.com. It may be in your spam. I would search for it. But if you've ever subscribed to any of my freebies or something in your inbox, that's just for you. Just for you. No one else. If you're not on my email list, you're missing out. But if you want to get on my email list, don't you worry. If you go to the description box right now, you can just register to get a freebie. Um... I get your email, you get something in return. I always want to support you first, the law of receiving and giving. So you're going to receive a lot. So you'll get actually a content um, calendar, what I post, just ideas of posting ideas seven days a week on your story in your feed. So that is in there. If you're not on my email list and you're like, what the fuck is she talking about? I need to know. You could go ahead and get that freebie and then you'll get an email um, later today. Um, but the email was sent last night. If you are currently on my email list, so go check it out. So I have that. Um, also too, I wanted to share a couple episodes all about Instagram because a lot of these episodes are going to be guest heavy. We don't talk. There's like some pieces of social media in, in there because we're all content creators, but I really want to talk about some Instagram growth podcasts that I have because a lot of you guys I've been like DMing me. I've been just kind of like leading you back to the podcast episodes. Um, so episode 24, how to grow a personal brand with Tesla Venus. She's a brand manager at iHeart Raves. Such a good conversation. Please, please, please listen to this. It would do you a disservice, but having a personal brand is the first thing. Then I have episode um, 32. It's all about the Instagram algorithm. I do need to do an updated one of that because things are changing. The algorithm is changing. You're, you're going to have an option to have the feed in chronological order and you're going to be able to favorite your favorite creators and have that in a feed also. Um, they're testing that out in certain places right now. Um, 35 is all about niche, why having a niche is important. And then 37, I talk about hashtags. This episode is still um, really current. All of them are current besides the Instagram algorithm because Instagram algorithm always changes and it's about to change. So once all that, once I see it like on my Instagram and can really play with it, then I, I will redo Instagram algorithm episode. Before we get an episode, I just want to share my see a chug, send a chug and my party foul moment of the week. My see a chug, send a chug is like, I'm really trying to improve my life, guys. I um, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast. I know I wrote an email about it and <laughs> talked about it on Instagram. So if you know, you know, um, I don't read. The last book that I read was in 2018. And I'm about to finish my second book of this year, y'all. I got like 10 pages left. Let's go. Um, I've been reading The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by 
Deep Pak Chopra. It's a super good book. I kind of want to do a podcast episode about it. Maybe do like two episodes and do like the first three and then like the last four. But it's a really good book. And I'm on the last law of success, which is a law of purpose. So I'm super excited to finish that book probably by the end of the day. Also, Doug and I have been meditating before bed. Like, who are we? Who are we? We are really trying to live our best lives. You can do it too, because the last book I read was in 2018. The month isn't even over. I'm about to finish my second book. I don't like to meditate. Here I am meditating before bed. After I watch TV, we're really trying to put our priorities in a line. And my party foul of the week It's not really a party foul. I'm going to test it out though. So I have two titles on the podcast. I'm like SEOs, try to find me, trying to find me. But I think it may be hurting the podcast. I got to really test it out because I feel like if you just see exactly what it is in that one line, like on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, because you don't see the full title. And so I would... I feel like most of the podcast episodes that I find are suggested to me through the algorithm. Like I don't, sometimes I do search, but I think how I find podcasts is by having, listening to guests on other people's podcasts and like having um, the algorithm suggest me podcast. So I'm only going to try a one title thing for a while. I will keep you updated um but yes thank you thank you for listening to the episode today hope you have a fantastic tuesday thank you cookie for coming on the podcast let's get into it already in conversation but i was like let's record this no no you're all good you're all good like we were just having such a good conversation i was like let me like start recording because there's just so many good nuggets that you already dropped. I wanted to share with the party. Oh my God, we're just vibing because I love vibing. you so much. I can't believe I'm here. Like I was like hurrying up meeting earlier and was trying to get myself together. I was like, I'm going to be on Perry's freaking podcast. Like what life do I live right now? Oh, I love you that so much. That means I made it. <laughs> Look, mama, I made it. <laughs> Well, I love you so much. And I have the queen, Cookie Valentine, on the podcast today. I'm super excited to showcase another Black voice. It's something that I really want to do because there's our voices are not voiced and not really looked at or heard. And so I appreciate you coming on. And I love to have another local Vegas babe, too, on the podcast. So fuck yeah. I'll be at Crab Ranch Park where everybody's going to be like, (laughs) for all the shows said the sky the last one i didn't go to i think there was a ghastly show here and i didn't go to it but i lived so close i was literally in my driveway listening to the show that's how close i live that's funny i could see like the train behind you that's where i parked last time oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just hiding from the sun like my car is right here and like that four o'clock sunset it was cute and then i was like oh i can't see well i'm super excited to dig into this conversation if you could tell everyone who you are what you do and where are you located all of that stuff so hi guys 
My name is Jaslyn Kirkland. I go by Cookie Valentine all over the internet. That's what most people call me. Um, I am a licensed makeup artist here in Las Vegas, as well as a journalist. Um, I've worked on quite a few different publications, a company called Grunge Cake out of New York City. I freelance for a lot of the record labels. I just recently started working with Rolling Stone, kind of all over the place. Um, I do festival makeup too. So I work with Squaggles Beauty and Lunatics. I'm doing their like uh, vendor stuff that they do at festivals. So between that and then sometimes I do ground control. I haven't done ground control since COVID, but I do a lot of like Oasis and ground control. So my life pretty much completely revolves around music. Like even life outside of music festivals pertains to music festivals. <laughs> girl I'm the same way like even when I'm not at a festival I'm either thinking about a festival talking to people like in the music festival industry uh -huh. it's a lifestyle yeah. for sure it literally is it starts to take over your life and it's not bad like you start to realize you're just like a lot of the things that I'm complaining about now that I catch myself complaining about are things that I prayed for at one point you know yeah. like being stressed out about trying to contact a brand on brand diversity and then actually having them listen to me and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god they want to work <laughs> I'm like oh I have to like, I have to think of something <laughs> so yeah so it's a good problem to have so I'm really I'm stressed but I'm blessed girl hashtag blessed yes oh my god that's so funny I've been saying that a lot too stressed but blessed like let's get it also, yeah yeah my um coach Stacy Bayman, she always talks about like you just cross off a problem to get to another problem. Like in your life, there's oh, always yeah. circumstances and shit that happens that you're not gonna be happy with. But like the things that you are stressing about now, or you know, shit that happened, or mm -hmm. that you wished for a long time ago. So be thankful. It really, it truly is a blessing because like I said today, I had to check myself today because I had a really bad day. If you guys know me, I get like super dramatic on my Instagram stories, but I was just like, oh my God, I'm over everything, like blah, blah, blah. But then like writing down my to-do list, um, to-do list snapped me out of my like sadness. Like I just, I'm doing this today and I'm talking to this person today, I have an interview today and I have to shoot today. And these are all things that I asked for and I'm like, shut up it's your butt to work just stop tripping <laughs> like yeah no 100 i yeah. think too i get really ungrateful I'm like oh i have all these client calls and i have all these podcast interviews like oh oh my god like bitch like be grateful like this is what you wanted right. <laughs> who are we who do we think we are humbled, my list humbled me today honey it humbled me <laughs> immediately like i wrote the list down and I was like having a little breakdown. My dad called me and talked to him for a little bit. And then he was just like telling me basically like, get it done. Like, if you want to do it, do it. Shut up and do it. And then I went back and looked at my list after the phone call. I was like, all right, you're right, Jazz. Like my old list would have been like, I got to make sure that I go to work this much overtime to be able to pay my car no. And like, like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like stressing about all. Oh, there's so many festivals in March. EDC is 100 days Girl. away. Who am I going to work for? <laughs> like, yeah. I have weddings this weekend. How am I going to fit them in? Like, those are good problems to have. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. um, the journey. 
is something we yeah. all go go through. And I think even when you know you're at the place when you're like getting all these collabs and going on podcast interviews and yeah. getting asked to do all these things, like yeah. there's always going to be a struggle. Like there's always going to be your brain yeah. trying to convince you that something is wrong, but right. in reality, everything's okay. <laughs> right. It's kind of cool though because I feel like a lot of the times, I don't know how like I, I was more into like physics. I like into physics and understanding how like the neurological connections in our brain work because I just wish like in those moments that we're completely stressed out over something that we begged for like your brain immediately would be like bitch didn't you ask me for this and then you're like oh yeah, oh, yeah I did I did and it's like <laughs> yes mm-hmm. you like get it together immediately because you're just like yeah mm-hmm. I used to be figure out where I was going to get groceries. Now I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to fit in to Miami and freaking come back and go to Arizona in the same week. Like that's not totally, I didn't hear anything you just said. And I feel like it was really good, but you were frozen. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I definitely just had like an emotional breakdown. I almost cried. I was just saying how proud of you I am. Oh, thank I was you. saying that um, I know that um, at the beginning, I was one of the first like students for your courses. And I'm so happy that like to see you grow because you've helped me personally and you've helped so many people. And I love being able to see that like progression because you're like such a boss babe right now. Like you've always been a boss babe, but seeing you actually walk in that and see you take on that role and step into your power is just such a beautiful thing. So I'm so excited for you. Oh, thank you. We're about to get the That's tissues. What I was saying. I was like, oh, I <laughs> well, I love seeing your journey too because we've I feel like we've been following each other for a couple of years, but we are both yeah. had our nine to yeah, five. We, have. we yeah. definitely have working in healthcare, hating our lives, and now we're finally doing what right. We, we both did do. it. We both did it. We loved healthcare. Oh my God. We did. Yeah. We were both doing this, like kind of mirroring the same thing. And we we're like, no, you know what? Screw this. If life's going to suck, like, and I'm going to deal with things sucking, I'm be responsible for it sucking. I'm not going to let somebody else be responsible for my misery. <laughs> Yeah, I love that so much. Like you are responsible for your life and your feelings. And like, if someone's causing causing you pain or hurt, like it's okay to leave that situation. It may feel like you can't, but you totally have the power to leave. It is. Our bodies are trained to like, especially me, like I'm a double Virgo. So I'm like the worst of the worst. Like I'm a Virgo sun and a Virgo moon. And usually when you're dealing with having to transition of any sort regardless if it's good or bad but it's different and it's changed and your body tries to protect you from things that are unknown and then that's why we automatically turn into that like fight or flight mode when we're like trying to make decisions and then sometimes once you start like surrendering to the change and start what did I say the other day I said something I thought was so profound it was dumb but I was like (laughs) fight the turbulence i'm gonna ride the wave or something (laughs) something like that and i was like it's the truth though like once you start succumbing and be like yeah no tomorrow's gonna be different than today and the day after that's gonna be different and i'm okay with that because i'm i'm capable i'm worthy and i'm gonna figure it out and once you start doing that you kind of start riding the wave 
yeah uh, no 100% I've like always been a believer like you don't like the how is you like looking at your rear view mirror like you really don't yeah. know like how and so like after the fact after you really done it then you can well, really you know be what? like I feel like this is a good this is a good part I can add for my interview about myself so like my how doesn't didn't if you know me right now and you don't know my past all the different things that I do either completely don't make sense to you at all or they completely make sense and the reason so is like the first my first introduction to dance music as um, a culture ever was when I was first out of um, high school I wanted to be a journalist I was always like doing like publications and stuff and then I went to college for that I got my little associate's degree in journalism and media and um I was working for this company and I had moved to Vegas freshly moved to Vegas and they were like hey you live near LA there's this festival in LA it's um dance music and I know you listen to dance music but I don't think you've ever been to shows like that so no they're like well can you cover this event for me and uh I always shout out grunge cake Richardine like my boss at the time like I I put that she changed my life because she was the one who reached out to me and asked me to work EDC 2010 I had no when I say I had absolutely no idea what I was in for I I definitely had listened to dance music I listened to I grew up in Florida I listened to like DJ IC DJ Magic Mike DJ Irene like I listened to a lot of like the break beats like the old school DJs I'm an older girl I know my Instagram makes me look younger but I'm definitely in the 30 club and um I would always listen to it but I just never knew about the culture because I grew up really strict so I went there went to EDC 2010 covering my event for I think I was working officially for Boys Noise but I also was working for Insomniac covering the event as a whole and when I tell you oh my god like the plane I'm by the Air Force Base sorry when I tell you like I walked in there first day like with my mouth on the floor and I never looked back it's the truth I walked in the EDC and I walked out of EDC as a whole different me for the rest of my life <laughs> like and I sound so exaggerated but it's not like all I started doing was like EDM shows cover EDM events um I was doing makeup I got started doing makeup because of raving as well I was always doing makeup and people would ask me to and me being like a crazy Virgo I was like well if I'm gonna do makeup I want to be licensed so then like I went and got my license and up and so that's why I have all these like different like intersections that go across each other because it was basically me like, like how can I go to shows for free or how can I get paid it started off as how can I go to shows for free how can I get paid to go to shows and then I that's that rear view window like I look back and I'm like dang I'm doing this <laughs> I'm stressed out but I'm doing it like you know it's such a beautiful thing so I'm really happy for the rave culture and the EDM community because when I first got into it I was really self-conscious I was like a kind of like a little weird black girl listening to everything I listened to rap EDM rock emo like everything and I just didn't really have a place and then dance music kind of made you realize like you don't have to have a place like you can be all those things at the same time mm. so I love it <laughs> yeah you just hit my core because I've been very split 
um, with trying yeah. to be professional and trying to be party and like fertility meets party. Mm-hmm. And I've, I always knew I could do both, but I don't know the past couple of months, I feel like I've needed to split myself in half again, but like just a reminder that like, it's okay to be all the things and that you don't have to. We're not humans and we're females. Like mm-hmm. no, no shot, no, like this on guys. I'm not dissing guys, but women, we have to be multifaceted at all times. Black women, we have to like robot and be like, be able to code switch or whatever people call it nowadays. And people talk negatively about it, but it's not a negative thing. It's like, you know what to do in what situations and I feel the same way you do. I do makeup. I got a lot of wedding clients and I feel like I turn them off with my festival stuff sometimes because wedding people want nudes and whites and beiges and like ombres and all that. And the rave girls want color and neons and glitter and each other doesn't want each other. So I always feel like I'm self-sabotaging sometimes because I post a lot of rave content but I still do a lot of weddings. So I feel you because I've had this conversation so many times with advisors. I'm like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to, I'm not going to be cookie Valentine all the time. I'm just going to be cookie Valentine when I rave. And then when I'm doing weddings, I'm going to be Kirkland artistry and I'm a separator. And they're like, no, but you are them. That's you. Both of those are you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think when you go back and forth, you self- sabotage especially Mm -hmm. I feel like if you are running a business and like making offers and like you know all that good stuff how do you find the balance of really accepting all the parts of you and showing up of showing up as all those things I feel like that I have a little bit of responsibility to like myself and my friends and my followers because I'm such a like creature of like love yourself regardless of what anybody else no I was saying that I'm um a believer in like self-love and like preaching like you should do whatever you want regardless if other people like it so I do feel a little sense of responsibility that I need to be true to myself and then sometimes like I'm not gonna lie to you like I definitely get to sell out mode sometimes where I'm just like well shit if I would just do this, like all these people would buy this and I could just do this and my life would just be so much easier because I could just erase this part of me and this part that I know is going to like make some revenue and get some views and do the things, then I could just do that. But I also feel like, fuck that. Like, why? Like, I want to be able to fully be me if I'm doing something. And I do love that because I see a lot of people that come up to me that are always just like, dude, you're so, give me that Cardi B line. You're so unapologetically yourself. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I am. And then like meet girls that are like, especially plus size girls, being black and plus size girl in the rave community, girl, you got to have some thick skin, baby. I don't care what nobody tells you. I don't care how popping we are right now, this second, in this moment, like in general, you have to have some thick skin because you got to walk out wear what you want to wear have all these like people that already have their own body issues that have nothing to do with you then other people that are plus size that have body issues that have nothing to do with you so you hear it from both ends you hear it from like the smaller body people 
claiming that they're saying it as health benefits and then all of a sudden they're everybody's a doctor and i'm just like girl i just saw you snort a line of k you do not care about anybody's health so don't talk to me about my weight like that's mm-hmm. not an issue my doctor i'm good like you know but then at the same time in the plus size community there's people that are like oh i can't believe you're doing that oh i can't believe way that oh i can't believe you're all these skinny girls oh i can't dude i don't give a fuck i want everybody to be popping i don't care if you're skinny if you're tall if you're black if you're white if you're fat if you're purple if you got one leg got one eye i want you to have a fucking good time and if i can help facilitate that for you then that means that we're on the same vibe and we can do it so that's how i try to navigate my brand like I don't know how I have a brand. Who let me do this? Like, who started paying me? I don't even understand. <laughs> That's so funny. Somebody Same. said, oh, you can do this. And I was like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I can no, do it. I, yeah. Literally, I don't know how many times I say, oh, fuck a day. <laughs> emails I get, the emails I get when people, like, ask me for things or hit me up for stuff, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Oh. Somebody sent them or they saw something. Mm-hmm. Or I did something. I'm like, what did I do? I don't know what I did. I did something. <laughs> yeah, I love that. There's like a couple of things I want to point mm-hmm. out. I love, I don't love, but the fact that, that you can be like um, multi passionate and have like two different sides of you, and there's always mm-hmm. kind of like a side conflicting, either yeah. with like business and being like a raver or being skinny, you know, to plus size, mm-hmm. or I've been a lot of things like, oh, you act white, like being black, but also girl, don't go there. <laughs> I'm <not> regular. <laughs> I don't know how many times, and I feel like even if somebody was to box me into that, I feel like I'm not even that. But people say that to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like you look like you date white dudes. I'm like, so what if I do? Mind your business. That's not none of your business. I like everybody. But sometimes, like, I just like I'm, me some Posty Maloney. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I do <laughs> meet some white boys too. But I definitely feel like you always kind of live like a double life. And like, for yeah. some reason, I like thought of the movie Selena with Jennifer Lopez, how yeah. they were like Mexican, but live in Texas. And they're like, we're like not Mexican enough, but like too Mexican to be American. And I was like, oh, my oh God. no, <laughs> I mean, literally, I've had both ends of the stick. Like when I tell you me growing up was pretty wild because it was like, you're not accepted where you're trying to go and you're not accepted where you're supposed to be accepted. So you're just like shunned out from everywhere. Like I, even till this day, when I go out, I don't care what I wear, I can have on all black. I mean, given I do have like a personality, I have a lot of tattoos, I have a lot of piercings. I'm pretty loud. Like everybody like knows that, that knows me in person. So I have like a pretty big personality, but I meet people, I either get this. <clears throat> oh my god like I love your outfit like you're so confident I'm so like excited that you like feel good enough to wear that bitch I wear it because I'm cute don't be mad at me like (laughs) don't try to disguise a compliment for freaking confidence why do I got to be confident to wear because I look bomb you walked out the house with the face that you had I had nothing to do with that I didn't call you confident like that's what you decided to do so I feel like that but then I get the guys I either get the, the black guys that are like oh like you look like you date white dudes I'm like dude like 
Am I supposed to like, what am I supposed to do? I would love to date a black dude. Like that'd be, I'm single. Single as a Pringle, anybody? It's almost all <laughs> Single, I'm using this as a dating service. I'm nice, I'm awesome, I love to cook, I love to travel. Anyway, but I am single and looking, I am not discriminatory. But anyway, usually when I meet black dudes, they're like, oh yeah, like you look like you date white guys. I'm like, I I didn't even I didn't even say anything. I know. What did you like? I love metal music. Like, what did you get from me? I'm like, that, what yeah. am I giving? Like, am I giving like, like bland food vibes like I right. <laughs> like am I giving like give me like a oyster like white chardonnay like is that what I'm giving because I mean I do like that so I feel like whoever likes that with me regardless of what you look like or what color you are what side of town you came from like what I live in North Las Vegas girl north side Ben live in north side like so y'all can't say nothing to me about oh Jenny. I don't live in no Summerlin or Henderson and this bougie. No, I'm a regular person. Like, and I hate that black people have been subjected to their like personality traits. Like we can't just be black and like, I love going to brunch and I love traveling. I'm not bougie. People <laughs> be like, you're bougie. I, that's, that's just what I like to do. I don't know, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i gotta say i w- i grew up in henderson and i'm a regular person but i was always mm-hmm. only black kid i think i went to coronado high school if you live mm-hmm. in like people who yeah. are saying live in vegas i'm pretty sure there was a out of three thousand students i'm pretty sure there was only about 100 black kids so that's something i always really struggled yeah. with was my identity of being black and something that i like grew into but i definitely I feel that I haven't had a guy tell me though. It looks like, looks like you date blink type of guys. I would definitely be so offended and be like, what the fuck? To me, because it's, it's especially when I go, when I go to hip hop nights, because mind you, I don't just listen to EDM. I listen to rock. I listen to alternative. I listen to metal. I'm a big ass emo kid that like turned into a raver. Like I listen to rap, like I listen to everything. And so it's usually almost always when I go to the hip hop clubs, if I go to like a Dre's night, cause I'm like, okay, I love Gucci. I grew up in Florida, girl. I love Gucci. People try to discredit me. Cause they be like, Jazzy, you rave. Bitch, I listen to Gucci. I listen to Boost. Be like, I can listen. Like I listen to everything. I just listen to dance music predominantly. And um, I'll go to stuff like Dre's and stuff. And then it's always there. Always those places where it's like a predominantly black crowd that like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like the guy that's like, it's usually, you know what? I know what it is. It's usually this. Some guy trying to get my attention. I don't even like people like that. So <laughs> you get my attention is no. And so then they get butt hurt that they didn't get my attention. And then they finally say something to me and be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You look like this and this and you cute. And I'll be like, thank you. I know, baby. I hope you have a good night. You know, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And then they come at you then. Oh, well, you look like you mess with white dudes. Okay. <laughs> well, you didn't, obviously didn't think that when you were trying to holler, you all of a sudden thought it when I told you no. And then I get that fat stigma too, that mm. like I should be fat and I'm grateful. No, I'm not grateful. I'm fucking cute and I'm successful. What the, what the fuck? No, you're not doing me no favors, honey. No, yes. not for here. There's no pity parties. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do what I want to do. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. I love that you said that. Like, yes, like I'm cute, I'm smart, I'm successful. Look at this booty, honey. Like, you're not doing me any favors. I'm gonna doing you a favor. I think not a lot of women feel that way. I think we tend to a lot try to of women don't. You know what's crazy? Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. Even seeing like living in Las Vegas, like I feel like Las Vegas itself has made me so much more like. I don't even like I keep I hate that word confident now being plus size it's made me more in love with the person I am because I meet these people that are like the stereotypical like picture of beauty like bomb body bomb hair super pretty got money got this best job like all that and they literally like hate themselves and all they do are like they're subjected to what the male gaze wants or the white male gaze wants because they work in an industry where like this is popular and they got to look like this and now this is popular now and they got to look like that i'm like i'm gonna let you go do that and i'm gonna go eat some nachos and go take my pictures (laughs) on the internet and get paid i'm not doing none of that nope Mm -mm. and like no no shade they make a lot of money so good for them like they make a lot of money doing that kind of work but it's just like it's so crazy to know these people regularly. Like, mm-hmm. not just know them. Like, I see you at the club. Like, you live in Vegas. Yeah. Like, everybody works at a club or a casino or nightlife or medical or, like, whatever. People have regular jobs here. So what the masses want. And I just feel like I'm so lucky to be me and lucky to not have to conform to that because I never did. I was never that. I never had that same stigma, you know, I always just was like, all right, I'm gonna go float in the pool party with my big ass eating some fucking nachos and drinking tequila. (laughs) Y'all go be cute and wear them heels and shit. And I'm not doing that. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I think that's definitely a West Coast thing. You actually see that life in person on the West Coast. I like know, Las but Vegas. it's real. Yeah. And some of those people are amazing fucking people. Like, that's the part that I do like. Because, like, a lot of those type of people get, like, slack. Like, I'm always going to bat for people. Because my fat friends will be like, Jazzy, why do you hang out with this person? Like, they're perfect. Like, how can you hang out with girls that look like that? And I'm just like, because they're human. And I'm human and I like that human and that's my friend. That's why like yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And like she's so beautiful. I'm gonna have to send you her profile after this, but she's so beautiful oh and my I gosh. look up to her. And I just it's just so I don't know, it's different actually like seeing the Instagram life and in person. How do you not yeah. fall into the trap? Because even me sometimes I'm like, I need to get my like eyelash extensions and like maybe I should get my tits done like you know like you go through these thoughts like yeah, maybe I, I should that. try to look harder I I, I'm a real like I'm a real ruthless girl that's why I don't even understand how I even work anywhere because I'm real <laughs> like brain to mouth I don't have like a that thing no that filter. you should have to say maybe I should not say this this way and it shouldn't come out this way so you shouldn't offend anybody like I'm really like and I'm like oh fuck I said it already though it's too late like and so that's how I am like with myself like I know that my confidence didn't come from the quote-unquote confidence my confidence came from like not giving a fuck like that was where I grew my confidence I didn't grow my confidence because I was like I'm a supermodel and I'm 
so beautiful and everybody needs to look at me you know my confidence came from I don't really care if you don't like it (laughs) (laughs) that sucks that you don't like it but that sucks for you it doesn't really have too much to do with me so like people always dog me on my crocs oh my god girl because like I you know working in medical I started doing croc thing and now Ah, like crocs are like my freaking life <laughs> she got the tie-dye i got the these are the watercolor excuse me i have the tie-dye too these are the dipped watercolor but um yeah all that kind of shit like i'm just like i'm gonna like what i like and you can like it too that's cool but if you don't that's also cool that's how i feel about politics and all that shit like i don't see how people argue over that like what i like has nothing to do with what you like Mm-hmm. why do you need to convince me to like what you like shut up i don't like that Your person than you are you're a better person than me or i think that i'm a better person than you that just means that i don't agree with you and we don't have to mm-hmm. i mean it's simple all the problems we have in the world are pretty simple but people don't want to talk up to being able to just say i don't, agree with that. I don't like that this is not what i want to do and that's how i feel about these brands faking the funk is diverse girl get out of here like here we go can you hear me yeah i can hear you yeah i was like i i feel like that too with the the diversity thing like i don't know whatever i'm gonna say it you can cut it out i don't care i'm gonna just say what i feel i feel like these people that are faking the funk right that like don't want plus size or don't want black or don't want Asian or don't want anybody besides the demographic that they buy to. Cause that's usually the excuse, right? That's what I'm gonna say. I'm not even gonna say a race. I'm gonna say that the default is they advertise to the demographic that they buy to. That's always everybody's defense. Mm-hmm. We don't have this person cause look at ourselves. We don't sell the XYZ. So we market to A cause A buys our product, right? If that's the case, then you do that. You stick to that. But stick to it always. Don't don't take it back when you get in trouble. Don't take it back when you get called out. Don't take it back when you feel like you're missing out on some money because all of a sudden you want to make some more money and include a group that you excluded the whole time. Exclude them, honey. I get that. And I understand people have to grow. Like my my favorite examples are her raves. And I just I always use them as an example because I love those girls so fucking much. Like, I love Amanda and I love Tesla. I love Madeline. I love Betsy. Like, I love everybody. And I feel like that company actually listened to what people said and, like, mm-hmm. about yeah. all diversity. Like, it's not just just because my diversity is plus size and black doesn't mean that other people's diversities don't matter. And I feel like that's what sometimes we get lost in our fight. Like when we're fighting for ourselves, like we don't understand, like even ableism, like some girl came to me today, I was talking to in a Facebook group. She was like, I'm really upset. Like, I'm so tired of fighting with my body. I'm so tired of feeling like I can't do things and I'm not able to do things and like my abilities and like my weight and my health are and those are things that I don't have to think about like I didn't gotta be found what's ableism I haven't heard that like able to do things and I please forgive me if I'm saying it wrong that's what the girl referred to it as in the group 
And that's what I said. Um, she called it ableism, like how like the average person, like, you know, a lot of the times, like as humans as a whole, like not a race, not a nothing, not a weight or anything. We don't realize like being able to wake up and stand up on our feet and get out of our bed and go take a poop and go take a shower and eat breakfast. Like those are our gifts mm -hmm. because there are people that are physically not able to mm -hmm. do that. Like, and she really made me chin check myself about the shit that I complain about. Cause I'm just like, I'm literally healthy and like stressing myself out because of Instagram and like this girl literally can't get up and like walk on her own two feet and she doesn't have the ability she didn't have an accident she was born that way and she's just not able to do it and like just like I get I got up and I was able to stand up on my two feet today when you wake up when you wake up and when you go to sleep I don't care if you have a significant other I don't care if you have a baby I don't care what you have you have to internally love yourself. Like I had watched a YouTube video that said, you know, how, when was the last time you put your hand over your heart and told your heart, thank you for beating and waking you up in the morning? I was like, I never did that shit before. What? And I did it. And I was like, oh, that feels nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like you don't realize like, we're a machine. Like we have our mind, our body, our soul. We have all these organs. We have all these things that we're all trying to manage. So when people tell you like, oh, you just got to take care of yourself. It sounds a lot. I didn't say a lot. It's a lot, you know? Yeah. And just being able to, once you can love yourself, I feel like, and that's the reason why I feel like I've been single for so long is because I, I meet a lot of people that want relationships and the relationships they want are like, reflections of what make them feel good about themselves and it's mm. like rooted in a sense of self-hatred and you're just like hey I'm not here to fix your problem you know you got to do that yourself I'll be here to help you but like when you realize that you love yourself unconditionally you can't say shit to me my mom can't say shit to me the lady that watched me buy a large, knowing I should have got an extra large, said, is not going to say nothing to me and it's not going to affect me. And when I have that, then I can give that love to other people because then I can unconditionally love somebody because I don't care what it is about them that other people think. Because then I, what my love for them is just my love for them. I don't care that if I love you and this person doesn't like you, that has nothing to do with me. And so that's the reason I love raving so much. Like I've met so many freaking cool ass fucking people that are just like do super dope and like down to like support you. You could come to them and be like, dude, I got this new toothbrush idea. And you're just like toothbrushes have been out forever. No, no, no. <laughs> and they will fucking listen to this person like twacked out of their brain and like that little bit of motivation that time that you put in with that person like that's love people don't realize that people think all this stuff is like oh you're being nice no you love that person enough to let them fully express themselves to you you know so mm -hmm. i love it i love my rave community i think this is the best thing i've done in my whole life the other shit I'm trying to figure out, but <laughs> yeah, uh, so many good things, Cookie. I love yeah. it. 
I love how like coding your heart and just appreciating I've, I've been yeah. telling myself be where my feet are like yeah in the met like the present like the moment where I am right oh, now that I gotta work on that yeah that's something I'm working on but be where my feet are and also something I've been doing is after I brush my teeth I hive five myself in the mirror of me like oh I love that Perry like you know yesterday was tough but you did it you woke up this morning you did it like I didn't have to get out of bed I didn't have to Make my to-do list at all and just really like high-fiving myself and appreciating all the little things in my life and then I also I love that you like said just you know just being like unapologetically you and just mm-hmm. you know loving the rave scene and just I think um love is so abundant like you just don't wake up one day and you're like you know like there's not I, I ran out of love to give you know my when mom my dad yeah you so don't much. that doesn't happen like, yeah I don't care if I'm mad and I see somebody I could be pissed off I could be pissed like angry one is set shit on fire and I see somebody that recognizes that and they're like give me a hug like give that to me let me get that off of you and I'm like I mean it a hug right now thank you <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah I think because you try to do it you try to do everything but it is it's great I do my affirmations in the shower so like after I shower like no NSFW or whatever the word is I'm not I'm not selling shit on OnlyFans (laughs) shower after I get out the shower um I oil I do oil and my oil process is when I tell myself because I oil like from head shoulders just like down and I'm always just like we be ashy it's fucking dry here uh, together it's okay we live in Nevada too but (laughs) we need some extra moisture so I do like my body oil and I that's when I always give myself my affirmations like whatever it is I'm like you know thank you to my shoulders thank you to my titties for being popping thank you to like my skin for doing whatever I need to do thank you to my feet because my feet be hurting thank you feet I love you like giving them a little extra love like I always do my affirmations like that and then it's like you come out the shower feeling like a bad like glistening oil that bitch like hey I'm ready to take the day on yeah I love that I recently I gotta say everyone stop what you're doing this is a five thousand dollar thought right here is knowing who the fuck you are recently I've been being I've been saying like I'm Perry fucking Richardson and like of course I have value. I'm Perry fucking Richardson. Of course people want to follow me. I'm Perry fucking Richardson. Like of course people want to be on my podcast. So I want you guys to tell yourself if you haven't, remind you who the fuck you are and like live life through that. Yeah, I love that for us. I do. I appreciate you having me on. It's been such a vibe. I know I totally got you off topic because I'm running <laughs> my mouth. I'm so sorry. That's my uh, professional unprofessionalism right there. That's like my known thing is when I'm having meetings. They're like, don't talk about this because we're going to do this. I'm like, woo, we're going to go all the way over here. <laughs> no, I love it. Party squad. Literally, yeah. I made all these questions. I didn't ask any of them. This has been truly a conversation. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. We're really trying to have one. <laughs> We might have yeah. got the one in at the very beginning, and that was just... Yes. I'm Jocelyn. We're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us. Um, these ravewear brands need to get their shit together because there's a lot of people, not including just me and Perry, there's a lot of people that they're, like, excluding and that, like, 
need to be recognized and they don't understand even if you did it purely for selfish profit show some people look at rihanna girl she didn't have Rihanna had it. Rihanna made me buy her products. I did not ever want to buy no lingerie. I am not a lingerie girl. But the fact that she had every like demographic person represented, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give her my money just because she's investing in rep. Really did that and took all the like selfishness out of it. Like, not everybody has to look like one person to be beautiful, honey. Like, you're like a nice person, a good person beautiful and that's really it like you don't fuck all this societal shit like cute girl all of us cute <laughs> yeah i do have two questions left first one any last minute thoughts or any advice you want to share to the party squad <clears throat> i feel like <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> i feel like if you find something that you're passionate about right and if i'm saying it you gotta listen because like i'm not good at these things so if i'm saying it and I'm doing it, this means that literally anyone can do it once you find the right formula yeah. for yourself. Literally find stop something. what you're doing and listen yeah. right now. Stop. Listen right now. Like, so if you find something that you're passionate about, and I mean anything, like it could be the most mundane, like thing that you think is just so selective to you, or it could be something that's to the masses and you feel like there's a part of that that you can do better than someone else right just one part of it not the whole thing just one part of it that you can deliver a little bit better or give to somebody a little bit better or give a little bit more value to once you do that and you focus on that that's when you hear all these like instagram coaches and all these things tell you about niching down that's literally what it is once you figure out that this is the thing that i'm good at this is the thing that I like to do. And this is the thing that I could probably offer you better than somebody else that is in my competitive market. Then I'm going to use that and I'm going to capitalize on that. And when you love that thing, you literally, I, I always heard people say, you never work a day in your life. I'd be like, I oh, shut up. This is bullshit. Shut up. Get out of here. Y'all full of shit. And then I was like, oh, this is what they meant. I have like 25 packages in my room that are unopened of clothes and gear and merch and stuff that I'm like trying to backlog and get caught up on. That is a dream that I had one day. And I'm just like, this is a physical problem and I'm going to get paid when I post every single last one of those packages because I utilize what I love doing and the little part of it that I was good at. I started focusing on that. And then people was like, hey, not everybody hit me up. Only those people that needed that specific thing hit me up. Then you realize there's a lot of people that like that specific thing you do. And when you do it better than everybody else, they, you're going to be the top contender, you know? So do it. Just do it. Just do it. Don't let anybody tell you not to. Do whatever you want to do. Yes, I love that. And if you are questioning what the fuck is a niche i have episode 35 for you grow your audience today why having a niche i definitely <laughs> uh, listen to perry perry learned learned to be on some things i'm definitely not a good adult i have uh, been trying to be better at adulting my website is not working right now but it's gonna be working soon <laughs> you're all good i just had my okay. website back on but i think <laughs> it's not about the website or your graphics or all the pretty things it's just you showing yeah. up you being you 
I love meeting people in person. So that's the thing that I thrive off of all this. Like, I'm not good at like my online presence. People say that I'm getting better. So I appreciate that because I am trying, but I meet so many people in person. Like I meet so many people in person. And then like, that's when I get my tribe. Like that's when I get my people that are like, oh, you like kind of psycho online, but like you're psycho and cool in person. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so funny. Cause I tell my students, like you gotta be who you are online and in person. You can't be yeah. like one or the other. Yeah. No, you can't. Cause that's weird. I mean, like so many people that are like, messaged me after they saw me and was like oh you were standing in line in front of me and like you had this cute bar right in your hair and I realized I follow you on Instagram but I was too scared to say something no I might block you because that's weird <laughs> like, that's funny you could have just said like yo what up like now yeah. you sound like I'm gonna be on the ID channel and shit like that's funny I feel the <laughs> same way like if you see me just say hi don't message me the next day saying you saw me just give me a hug I would give you a hug I would way rather that because like if you be doing some Brian Earl Spillner shit, like, I'm gonna block you. I'm oh. too cute for that. I'm sad. I can't fight that much. Like, don't try to drag me in a van. Like, you gonna win. Don't do that. <laughs> I have one more question for you. Are okay. You All right. I'm ready. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm ready. This is a question I ask all the guests. What does okay. productivity meets party mean to you? How are you able to have fun and get all your stuff done? Mm-mm. I feel like this question was made for me. <laughs> so productivity meets party means being able to compartmentalize like what you came there for, for like, regardless of what it is, if I'm working at a show, like sometimes I'll cover events for the magazine and I have to like get content for the magazine or I'll be working for artists for a music festival and I have to either do makeup or like, get content for same thing magazine for them it's being able to say if I do my job really good when I'm done I can do whatever the fuck I want to do and being able to deliver and sometimes you do have to sacrifice like when you live this life it's not all I get to rave for free like that's like the ultimate bottom line right but when you do rave for free, you are sacrificing a lot. Like you're not being able to like party and pregame with your friends. You're not being able to wait and go in with your friends because a lot of times you got to be there before doors or you got to be there mm-hmm. when the artist is practicing or you got to be there for a sound check, like all those things. So you are sacrificing a little bit, but I feel like at the end of the day, if you love it and you're passionate about it, like it's totally worth it. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I love Lunatics. I told my mom when I worked for Lunatics for EDC, I worked for Lunatics for EDC Las Vegas. What the fuck? Like, I told my mom, my mom's like, who are you working for? You said you're doing makeup for EDC. And I'm like, I am doing makeup for EDC. And I like go show her all the packages of all my like Lunatics face gems. I'm like, that's who I'm working for she's like who the people I'm like the people that I buy the she was like oh my I'm like oh my god oh my god like I think I cried like 10 times at EDC because I was just like oh my god I'm working not and I'm doing performer makeup for EDCs I'm doing the clowns for EDC with lunatics I it what's like <laughs> yeah I definitely cried and I was sober like the whole EDC this year and I cried like about 17 times because every time I did something, reality set in and I was like, oh my God, I'm tearing up thinking about it right now. Oh, oh 
Oh, there it is. It's gone. I'm at, I'm a bit. But yeah, do it. Just do it. You got to put shit aside. Like these manager girls, I have a lot of friends that are in management. I love that female empowerment, these new wave of female artist managers. Oh my God. Shout out to Allison. Shout out to yeah, like Natasha, like girls. Cultivate. Shout out to everybody. But it's so amazing to see like us that were ravers, that were just hardcore partiers. Be like, I love this culture so much that I want to figure out how to make it a career. And then see the people that actually did it. And you're just like backstage high five. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's Foster Domus walking by. Oh, yeah. That's Say my name. We gotta be cool because we professional now. But oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's all. Just gotta sacrifice a little bit to get a lot, and you're all capable. Everybody's capable, even if you feel like you're not. If you're having a bad time, just sometimes you gotta put your head down. Social media sucks because it makes everybody's life look perfect. It makes my life look perfect. My life is far from freaking perfect. But my social media looks like I'm fucking amazing. But I'm surely mentally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do it. I just love you. I love you guys. I love Perry. I love raving. So I just hope you guys realize that you guys are so amazing. Everybody's so amazing in their own way. Once they can figure out what that thing is, apart from somebody else, they'll be able to offer it to the world, you know? Yeah, I love that. I just want to say thank you to you because I'm not like gonna get emotional. I know. This is the reason why I started the podcast is to have yeah. great conversations like this, and mm-hmm. I truly appreciate you. Thank you so oh, much. You're so sweet. I know. I literally like. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad I got these glasses on because. <laughs> This concealer about to start cracking with these little salty tears. Um, but no, I do. I love this. Like, and I love where we are. And there's so many people that we're inspiring to know that they can do this too, you know? And I think that's more beautiful. I think it's so beautiful outside of us. Like, we think that because we went so hard and we did these things, like, there's so many people that at one point thought that they couldn't do it. And they're like, oh my God, do you follow Cookie? Do you follow Perry? Look at them. Like, they make me think I can do it. I want to try to do it too. Like, and that right there is like, oh, okay. We're crying now. Okay, guys. This is it. We love you all. <laughs> Where can everyone find you? Please drop your socials. I just gotta say that. <laughs> This was a real conversation. We I didn't ask any fucking questions, but this is probably the best fucking podcast episode I've ever had. So thank you for coming on. I love you. I'm just Cookie Valentine. Cookie Valentine. I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, I think I made a Facebook now too. Um, Cookie Valentine. And then uh, my website, when it opens back up, is uh, cookievalentine.net. Um, I'm working with a designer right now because I'm trying to relaunch on valentine's day (laughs) that's next week that's on monday so i'm excited for it yeah that's all that's it i love you guys i love you perry thank you you. i'm like legit crying this is so ugly (laughs) i'm glad you guys can't see us my eyeliner thank you cookie for coming on the podcast i love you so much girl and yes we out here together i'm so proud of you and i cannot wait to see where we are in the next couple of years 
Before I go, I want to give you some wisdom from the book that I'm reading, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. This is the last law, the law of purpose, and just one component of it. But when I read this last night, it hit me a type of way. So here we go. You have a talent that is unique in its expression. So unique that no one else alive on this planet has that talent or that expression of that talent. That means that there's one thing you can do and one way of doing it that is better than anyone else on this entire planet. Keep being you, keep being unique, and keep showing love to other humans, animals, save the planet. Let's go. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on the podcast, share it on your story. Party Squad, I love you so much. I will see you same time, same place next week. Love you. When productivity meets party, 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 party.